Welcome to Living Orthodoxy, an invitation to a deeper life in Christ, a podcast of St. Philip Orthodox Church in Souderton, Pennsylvania, dedicated to connecting the liturgical and spiritual life of the Orthodox parish with the life of the Orthodox home, presenting the weekly homilies of our parish pastors, Father Noah Buscelli and Father James Thayer, as well as discussions of the liturgical year and Orthodox life and practice by Justin Gold and Jeff Hyatt. You know, uh, this, uh, of course, we're in this uh, celebration of the, uh, the birth of the Mother of God, the first great feast of the, of the new liturgical year, which was uh, yesterday, September 8th, a uh, fixed feast. And then that Sunday following, today, we commemorate uh, the uh, parents of the Virgin Mary, you know, Joachim and Anna. So you might say today is kind of grandparents' day. Uh, it's good for me to be here because I'm... I'm a grandparent, as you all know, uh, so I, I like that. But, uh, you know, uh, with, combine that uh, with the, this, uh, the, the gospel reading today, because, you know, it's not just a case of being a uh, blood grandparent or a blood parent, but it's uh, what kind of parents and what kind of grandparents we are. That's what the end of the gospel said, wasn't it? You know, that uh, Jesus' mother and brothers entered in. And it's not a way, he's not demeaning his mother and his brothers. You know, that isn't the point. Uh, because his mother was one who did keep the word of God. You know, but as the, and he said, hey, you mother, give, gives them, give them notice, give them special attention. You know, it's crowded. They're, they're, they can't get in. Let them pass up. You know, and, and Jesus' response was, you know, uh, he wasn't, didn't care about the blood relationship, but he said, you know, my brothers, my sisters, my mother are the ones who hear the word of God and keep it. Now, Joachim and Anna, they heard the word of God and they kept it, you know, uh, very uh, holy people. And they gave birth to this, this marvelous young baby girl, Mary, who becomes the mother of God. And they nurtured her and raised her to the point of holiness and goodness and purity where God could choose her, say to her, you're the mother of, you are to be the mother of my God. Okay. When it comes to Mary now as being the mother of God, it's kind of, I, uh, in this day and age in which we live right now, uh, I want to kind of share with you a little uh, meditation, a little, some words that uh, Father Schmemann, Alexander Schmemann, uh, uh, former dean of St. Uh, Vladimir's Orthodox Seminary. Uh, I was fortunate enough to study under him. Uh, I'm that old. <laughs> and uh, uh, really an uh, inspirational man. He used to go into his uh, uh, lectures, and they weren't lectures. You'd go in and you'd look at your notes after you, after you went to his class, and you find out you had very little notes, but you came out of his class ready to try to change the whole world. <laughs> That's the kind of uh, lecture he was, the way he spoke, uh, the, the kind of man he was. And he left us with all kinds of writings. I'm sure that most of you are aware of them. You know, and if you're not, you should make, your, make yourself aware of them. They're some of the most inspirational uh, things, uh, writings uh, that, uh, that any Orthodox Christian could read. But he wrote a little thing about the, the mother of God. 
And I want to share most of it with you. I'm not, you know, I'm not going to quote everything, but just uh, share with you what he, what he said. You know, he started out and he's saying, you know, we, we live in this time where uh, people realize that they're the importance of faith. You know, uh, some don't, you know, some, there are a lot of, you know, it's kind of a lot of, you know, people say we don't need faith anymore. But for the most part, I think most people say you got to believe in something. But Father Schmemann said, you know, the, the thing is, the problem is not to believe in something. It's what do you believe in? And that's what the church has always said. People believe in things all the time. And religions have messages all the time. And people believe in them. Uh, but uh, it's, it's a question of how do you believe and in what? And so that's how this his little introduction he made to this, uh, to this talk about the mother of God. And how did he do that? Where he went to say, you know, where religion has to be something that's transcendent that's uh, eternal, not something that's just based upon our own opinions or what we like and dislike or how we think God should be or how the world should be, uh, but it has to be dependent upon this transcendent, eternal reality of faith. And so we look at our church and our faith, and he says, now what did God do? Well, the first thing he did <laughs> is he gave us a woman, the Virgin Mary. But in our church, in our faith, that's what God did with us. First thing, he gave us a woman. Remember, even John from the cross, I mean, Christ from the cross said to John, the beloved disciple, who is all the disciples, all the beloved disciples, you know, John, behold, behold your mother. Mother, behold your son. Gift to us. Mary. And we see these images all the time of the Virgin Mary around us, her image in the icon today on the iconostasis. You know, and it's a central to our whole life as Orthodox Christians, the Virgin Mary. Not that she replaces Christ at all, you know, but she, she reveals him, reveals him, brings us into, into intimate communion with her son because it's her son, like any mother and a child. We're brought into that intimate communion with Christ, the Son of God, because we share in this life of his mother and her son. And what that shows is, Father Schmevin said, in this time when we have so much, you know, he was, this was back in the 60s, uh, late 60s, early 70s. Uh, he said that in part of the male, there's so much pride and aggression that's how we define almost what a male is supposed to be. You know, powerful, pride, aggression, power, you know, weapons, his guns, you know, uh, violence. No backing down, you know. Uh, don't have to worry about keeping your mouth shut because you kind of know it all. No sense of humility. And probably what's more, no, no silence, no inner silence, you know, he says, about the male. And yet, look at the image that we have in our church about the mother of God, which dominates our whole faith. She adorns our churches. And what it reveals is humility, silence, 
she received that word from God that she was to be the mother of God. Purity, beauty, strength. It reveals the whole church. You might say that's what the, all our, church, our faith is as Orthodox Christians. Beauty, peace, love. And yet in that is power. Is power, real power. It's not something she declares. In fact, Father Schmemann says, you know, we look at the Virgin Mary and she demands nothing. She demands nothing. She holds her son and receives everything. She demands nothing, receives everything. She pursues nothing. That's one of the reasons it's a kind of a powerful message in our faith, you know, when people say, well, you know, like, like people of other faiths, uh, you know, that Virgin Mary's not mentioned in, in the scriptures, you know, she's not, it doesn't take this center of worship like we do in the Orthodox and, or in the Catholic faith, uh, you know. Um, but what that is uh, kind of uh, revealing is just what Father Schmemann says. She demands nothing. She pursues nothing. She has this silence, this purity, this beauty that goes throughout the whole scriptures and is revealed in the birth of the mother of God. She pursues nothing, possesses all. Tenderheartedness, care, trust, humility, gentleness. And that's supposed to be the truth for all Christians, male and female. This, this is what it's like to be in intimate communion with God. And we see it in the Virgin Mary. She manifests what that is like. She manifests the whole life of the church. That's why she's an image of the church, you know, her, itself. This intimate relationship with Christ and, and presenting that to us. Like at every icon, she presents us her son. She holds her son. And finally, he calls, he says, we call her Our Lady and Queen of Heaven, Queen of Heaven and Earth. That's why oftentimes in, in uh, many churches, Orthodox churches, you'll have above the, uh, above the altar, uh, the altar table, you know, an image of the, the Mother of God, Queen of Heaven, Queen of Earth, Queen of the whole universe. You know, so we call her that. She calls herself the handmaiden of the Lord. But think about it, isn't that amazing? All the honor and glory we give to her in our churches and our life and have her up there, the queen of heaven and of earth. And she's so deprecating, she calls herself simply the handmaiden of the Lord, one who hears God and does his word. And that's kind of the message, that in, especially in these days in which we live, so many things challenge us, so many, so many evil things around us all around the world. Uh, so many of the, the politics we have in this country, so much division, so much uh, hatred, so much animosity. Yeah. And I think what we need to do is we need to keep our eyes and our hearts with the mother of God. To be like her, male and female, gentle, kind, humble, beautiful, not handsome, beautiful, beautiful and keeping able to keep 
our mouths shut in order to be silent, to be able to grasp that great mystery of faith that our church fathers and all these saints around us, we have, and you have more, so marvelously have around all of you here, uh, the key to what they were able to accomplish in life and why they're there is they were able to keep silent. They were able in, in to enter into that mystery and silence of God. And that silence is expressed most perfectly in the Virgin Mary, whom we celebrate her birth here today. And uh, that uh, uh, we pray that uh, all of us, you know, all of us Christians, and indeed the whole world out there will maybe look at things a little differently and will consider the Virgin Mother as the image of all mankind and what we should strive after. Amen. Amen.